Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Why do I always introduce myself when the intro already introduces myself? Oh, wow. You know what? I just thought of that, too. It just occurred to me right now. Yeah, wait. Hold on. In case you guys don't know who the other person speaking right now is, (laughs) it's Amelia Finnefrock, my podcast co-host. Well, you know what this means? This means that I need to, like, announce myself every time. Because we know who you are. Yeah. I I got radio announcer voice guy introducing me. Yeah. It's fine. I'll just sing my own thing for two minutes. It's not fair. It's completely unfair. That's so funny. We need to bring equity to this podcast. Equity. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, good luck with that. I feel like I need to dance the first minute. Like, I just, I I don't want to, I just want to. Well, with that intro music, you should be doing the jitterbug or something. Yeah. Um, So, we're doing, hey, uh, injury law guy, me, (laughs) answers questions for people who want to listen to it, you, presumably. (laughs) Either that or you're making somebody listen to it on a dare. Um, but so, we're, you know, we're, we're doing the same thing, folks. We're getting questions from people, answering them on air in case they, like, don't want to call a lawyer, talk to a lawyer. Or they're shy. Right. They, or they're just collecting. They're not quite ready to talk to a lawyer. They're collecting information. Happy to provide information. It's informational only. If you have a case or claim, definitely talk to a lawyer. Um, so, Amelia. Yeah. We have Scott. a question. Yeah, of course. Would you yeah, like to read it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have my theme song now or I'll later? tell you what, we'll work on your theme song for next time. Oh, oh okay. For Fair next enough. time we will. Alright, so I shouldn't sing this entire <laughs> You can, but just quietly in your head. As I'm talking, While you read really it difficult. with your words. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I wonder if the Chicago Workman's Comp Lawyer can give me some advice. I am a teacher's assistant. I was supervising the class during recess, and it was time to bring the kids back into class. A couple of kids were running and chasing each other, and I tripped over one of the students and fell. I twisted my knee, and I had surgery. Would this be considered workers' comp? Would it be worth it to file a case? Okay, so, yeah, first of all, horrible, right? right? Twist your knee, and you need knee surgery. Jimmy! Roger. Kicks him. You're naughty, Roger. <laughs> Roger just sounds like a 45-year-old man. Like, maybe like, when he... they have a baby, like, no. when you have a kid, Maybe like, Roger oh. got held back a few times. <laughs> Why do you got to judge? He's Don't a judge. He's 14-year-old. <laughs> um, the no, it's, that's, that's horrible. So here is, like, stage one info on workers' comp. Stage one on workers' comp injuries is... If you're at work doing your job and you get hurt, it's compensable. In other words, it's automatically going to be covered under workers' comp. Now, just because something is technically covered under workers' comp doesn't mean that the um, workers' comp insurance company is going to pay all the benefits without a fight, right? Right. So even if on paper you have a great case, there still might be a fight. This feels like a fight. mm, Might be a fight, might not be a fight. But the stage two level of analysis of an injury on the clock is there are many exceptions and loopholes that could make a case not compensable Mm -hmm. where you could go all the way and try it in front of an arbitrator and lose the case because there are all kinds of exceptions of course but as a general rule if you are 
doing your job, you are in the course and scope of your employment, you're going to be covered. Another thing to think about is if you are doing a routine activity like walking, going up or downstairs. Going to the vending machine. You know. Depending on the job. But sure. routine stuff, right. walking, going up or downstairs. Sure. Does work? Does the work requirement or, or your job introduce an increased risk with that activity? Let me tell you what I mean. You're walking down the stairs at work, and you fall, and you hurt yourself. Might not be compensable. Really? Here's, here's the information we have to bring out at the trial to make it compensable. Mm-hmm. Why were you going downstairs? I was going downstairs because my boss asked me to go grab a file. Was there any urgency to it? Yes. He was on the phone with the client. The client was upset. Uh-huh. He said, hurry up. Were you carrying anything? Yes. My supervisor asked me to carry the bo- a box downstairs. So I was carrying a box, and I was in a little bit of a hurry because my boss needed the file. Mm-hmm. Now you can start to see how, in the workers' comp context, it can be a situation where the work activities added to the normal activity of going up and downstairs increases the risk to the employee. Right. And then the case becomes compensable. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times um, a person will call the office about a workers' comp case and they'll want to tell me their story and I'll have to interrupt them and like develop facts like that, right? Or uncover facts like that. Sure. Because so I mean the code is many lawyers are very rude Sometimes lawyers do things which might appear to be rude but are actually necessary. Sure. Right. So right. the the point is this actually sounds like quite a good case, right? Because in any injury case, whether it's workers' comp, car accident, um, w- any kind of injury case, mm-hmm. really there's a couple of parts to the case. There's can you prove like liability, like coverage or or negligence, right? right? And then the second part is, is there an injury and how big it is, is it, right? right? So anytime there's a surgery involved, that's a big injury, right? Yeah, that's huge. And it has the potential, unfortunately, to be like a really serious thing. Like it could be a long-term thing. Some people who get a knee surgery require another one. Sometimes yeah. a person who has a surgery has a less than perfect outcome, right? right? So they're 80% better after the surgery, but they never recover that 20%. Fully, right. And so the reason I'm addressing this is the second question this person had was, would it be worth it? In the grandest sense of things, that's a very complicated question, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes people don't want to make waves at work, um, things like that. But anytime you're dealing with a serious injury that has the potential to really affect you right. permanently... You owe it to yourself to explore your options, right? Because right. there are time deadlines that we've talked about in a lot of our other podcasts on all these different injury cases. But it, it's also true in, in workers' comp cases, too. Right. There are deadlines, and there are also people make decisions about their care and about, and, and about the decisions they make with respect to their health vis-a-vis their employment, right? And when you don't have a lawyer who understands this stuff to answer your questions or you're hesitant to call a lawyer because you're afraid they're going to charge you, 
you can make decisions or you can be sort of gently nudged into decisions by the workers' comp insurance company that benefits them and hurts you. And you don't know about it until later, right? And then a year later, you call a lawyer and say, oh, well, I agreed to blah, blah, blah. Ouch, right? Yeah, no. You hurt your case. Right. I always say, you know, um, workers' comp insurance companies, car insurance companies, they all have immediate access to lawyers mm-hmm. who know the rules, know the law, know how these things work. So for injured people, I always say, don't you deserve the same benefit? Don't And, and the thing is, free consultations mean you can get the benefit of that legal advice for free. Right. Why not explore that other option? Yeah. I mean, like, why not? So I would say, um, especially since it's a surgical case, it sounds to me like it's compensable. It sounds like it's a serious injury. Mm-hmm. I would encourage this this lady to, um, to talk to a lawyer yeah. and seriously consider handling a case. So... So if so, workers' comp could potentially handle this, and she wouldn't be like, "I'm going to sue Jimmy." Like, right? That would never. Yeah. So it would never escalate. To that. Yeah, and we've talked about this a little bit before. Like, there's a division in injury law, right? So there's workers' comp cases, and then there's every other kind of injury case. Workers' comp cases don't go to the regular courthouse. Sure. They go to the uh, workers' comp commission. It used to be called the Illinois Industrial Commission. Gotcha. But. We're not industrial that much anymore. Service economy and such. So they changed it to the Illinois Workers' Comp Commission. And it's like its own procedure. It's very different than third-party cases. All other third-party cases, you generally have to prove that the defendant was negligent. In other words, they acted unreasonably in a way which caused you an injury. You You don't have to prove negligence in Workers' Comp at all. Wow, really? It's really just an issue of if you got hurt in the course and scope of employment, technically it's supposed to be compensable, but that's not the end of the analysis, nor is it the end of the fight. Because I've I've, I've been contacted by lots of people over the years that on paper had a great case, but the company's fighting them anyway. So um, get a lawyer on your side, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. It's a short, quick, quick hit podcast here today. A little quickie. Um, so thanks for listening, folks. If you guys have questions, by all means, please feel free to give me a holler. Amelia, thank you for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you also for not singing the question today. There's still time. There's still Maybe there's next time. Left. Maybe oh. next time. Thanks, folks. <laughs> thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318, and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book, and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. 
information. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process, or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away. Mm